There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, bitches. Before I get going, just a quick announcement to let you know that I now have a Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash probably true, where you can become a supporter of this little podcast project, if you like. It's taken me this long to set it up because I didn't really want to start asking for money, but my equipment is old and knackered. I'm talking about my laptop. Fuck you very much. And it's probably riddled with viruses, and again, I'm still talking about my laptop. And, you know, being an award-winning podcaster is surprisingly expensive, so I would love it if you could chuck a couple of quid my way in support. And again, you can support me at patreon.com slash probablytrue, or by clicking the banner on probablytruepodcast.com. Thanks. You're listening to the award-winning Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring otherwise. I have been having such a run of bad experiences lately. I mean, a lot of it is the general grinder faffing about and people not actually wanting to move to get their sex. I know I've made comparisons between Grinder and Uber, but there's a lot of another app about it too. I'm thinking of the takeaway food ordering kind of thing. And what I mean is that a lot of guys just want to order in. They want to stay at home, press a few buttons, and then have a handsome young man turn up on their doorstep. In 30 minutes or less. Sadly, you don't get a refund if it takes longer. So, yeah, lots of people are super keen to try something spicy, but not willing to actually move to get it. It's much like Chinese food. You can get it delivered in 45 minutes, or you can collect it yourself for a lot cheaper in 20 minutes. And no one ever chooses the collection option because we're all lazy fuckers. Literally, when it comes to Grinder. A few episodes ago, I talked about how gay bars aren't the hubs of local gay life anymore and how community is mostly based online nowadays. Which is true, but if we're not willing to move around a bit and meet new people, then... Relying on Grinder means you're always going to see the same lazy spods who all live near one another, and the local gay bar goes from being a scruffy pub to an app. Same faces, same level of disinterest, same creepy guy in the corner who will continue hitting on you at every opportunity, no matter how many times you tell him to foff. Why leave the house for a disappointing homosexual experience when you can do it from the comfort and convenience of your own home? <laughs> I'm sorry if I sound bitter. Like I say, I've had a run of really irritating experiences recently. The first one that stood out was this hot American who was staying nearby. Fresh meat, really. And he's a hottie. We got chatting and he seemed nice enough, but he kept stringing me along as to when we were going to meet up. He was keen, but it would have to be tomorrow. And then the next day it was later in the evening and then it was 10pm, which I thought was a bit late for a drink. But eh, fuck it, he's cute. We need to have one and then back to mine or his. And then at 10 o'clock he was jumping in the shower, which apparently took 45 minutes. At a quarter to 11, he messaged to say he was ready to go for a drink. I sent him a message back, which was just a picture of me in bed watching the Golden Girls. Partly because anyone who spends 45 minutes in the shower isn't going to need my attention that evening, and also because he was taking the piss a bit. Set a time and stick to it, people, or at least give good notice that you can't make it. Otherwise, you're just being disrespectful to the other person involved. Anyway, after that guy, I was feeling pretty pissed off, so I invited a random round so I could take my frustrations out on him. 
Or at least shoot my frustrations all over his face. Anyway, only after he turns up and we get up to my room and the clothes start coming off, I just say, my housemates are in, so I'll have to be quiet. Within five minutes, he's dressed again. I get nervous when there's other people in the house. Sorry, he said as he headed for the door. And I decide to stop with the randoms. That's all this is. It's just mildly crap encounters with randoms rather than building a bit of a rapport with a guy, putting some time in to properly get to know them before meeting up. Handily, I've also been messaging a cute young man for a little while, and he had some inventive and (laughs) thoroughly disgusting ideas about things he wanted me to do to him. So the next day, we finally meet up. And he was as cute and funny and still up for the filth as he had been in the chat, so after a couple of cups of tea and a bit of flirting, we head back to mine and start getting sexy. Things go really well for about five minutes, and then splat, he's done. I haven't even got my pants off. Normally, I don't mind this. If anything, it's a compliment. I'm that good, I can rock your socks without actually making you take them off. Besides, we all occasionally have one that sneaks up on us. It's not a big deal. Anyway, I've also found that, you know, ten minutes and a cup of tea and most people are ready to go again. But no. What he actually did was smile and stretch and say, Mmm, that was good, and then get up and get dressed. He didn't even finish me off so we could have a sticky cuddle or anything. Add in a couple more time wasters and someone else who thought it was a race and by now it's just starting to get a bit silly. I'm not Frankie Howard, this isn't up Pompeii. It shouldn't be this difficult or frustrating to make sweet, sweet fuck with someone. (sighs) So while looking around for some way of breaking this run of bad bone, I got invited to a chill-out, which was a bit of a novelty, to be honest. I didn't think they were still a thing. I've spent a whole episode sitting in this cupboard explaining why I don't really enjoy chill-outs. But at this point, I thought, why not? At least it'll be several willing young men, and it'll make a nice change. Perfect way to put all this behind me. I made sure to get photos of the other guys involved, and they were all pert and firm and sexy and lovely. I couldn't get my shoes on quick enough. Which actually turns out to be an extremely accurate phrase, because when I got there, everyone but one guy had gone, and he was only still there because he was looking for his t-shirt. The host, a very buff six-foot-five Australian, apologised and said, I'd offer you a cup of tea, but the coke's wearing off and I want to go to bed. It's kind of difficult not to start taking it personally at this point. Like, if I'd been at school and heard about a party at someone's house one night, but then when they saw me coming down the street, they turned the lights off and pretended no one was home until I went away. Not that that ever happened to me. That was entirely hypothetical. And even if it did, I definitely didn't cry about it like Reese Pegden said I did. Anyway, I came to the only reasonable explanation at this point. I must be cursed. I've obviously offended some old gypsy woman somehow, and this is my punishment. Like some kind of modern-day tantalus. See, just because I talk about dick a lot doesn't mean I don't read. Although I'm not sure I'd say Hackney was the deepest part of hell. That sounds a lot more like Clapham to me. Anyway, turns out I'm cursed. I can't think of any other reason. This can't be divine retribution for cheating at Monopoly or anything like that, because everyone cheats at Monopoly, and it always ends in physical violence anyway, so that can't count. I'm a good person, you know? I... I recycle? I always sign up to those charity mugger people on the street, and I never cancel the direct debit before they can take any money. That's mostly because I can't remember my online banking password, but still, the money is going out of my account every month. I mean, karmically, I must have racked up quite a positive collection of stuff in my favour. I'm assuming it's some kind of physical equivalent to nectar points, and that sooner or later I get to redeem them against something I really want. You know, that's just science, that's how it works, you can't really argue with that. I mean, I've only threatened to set fire to one person recently, and he was a Tory, which is pretty much a good deed in itself. You know, if God didn't want to set him fire to Tories, he wouldn't have invented Boris Johnson. Maybe this is a sign that I've hit my sex quota for life, and that's it. I should retire from sex and (laughs) set up an antique dealership somewhere. 
<laughs> or maybe a porn studio. I can show them all <laughs> how to do it. Uh, I guess this brings me back to a point I made in my very first ever podcast. You know, being sexually liberated isn't about having sex all the time. It's about having the right amount for you, however much or little that is. And it seems like for now, for me, it's less, and that's okay. You know, sex is like chocolate, or cake, or gin. You know how much is a good idea for you to enjoy yourself, and yes, you could gorge yourself on piles and piles of it. But you know how you'll feel afterwards if you do. Just as there's no shame in tarting it about as much as you want, there's equally no shame in not tarting it about a bit. That's the joy of the whole thing, really. It's as much as you want, not as much as you feel like you should be having, or anything like that. Self-love comes into it just like everything else. Whether it's cake or cock, make sure you're putting it in your mouth because you want to enjoy it, not because you feel you need it to stop feeling bad. Consciously decide if this is something you really want to do, and then either do it or don't. But either way, treat yourself gently and with love. To put it another way, a good and fulfilling sex life is like a fart. If you're struggling to make it happen, just relax. Because if you have to force it, it's probably shit. This was Probably True, the award-winning storytelling series written and produced by me, the award-winning Scott Flashheart. If you liked what you've heard, you could share it with your friends, leave a positive iTunes review, and sign up at probablytruepodcast.com. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as UnlikelyLad. Come at me, bro. Another little reminder about patreon.com slash probably true because it's that or adverts. And I don't think Squarespace is really interested in sponsoring my whore mouth. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.